0: Give it to, me. Give it to me hello everybody i am rich stroffolino and i'm tom merritt welcome to it's a thing the weekly podcast supported by you where we strive for perfection and function and design focused on creating innovative podcasts that solve the needs of today's consumer while keeping the health of our planet in mind we all we do thanks for joining us
1: Yes, yes, indeed. It's a it's another glorious dawn on another episode of of it's a thing. And what better way to commemorate that than the purpose, visions, and values of Tupperware?
0: Tupperware. That's from Tupperware, keeping the health of our planet in mind with plastic.
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say, they're like, listen, listen. We know this doesn't look good, and yes, it's not recyclable. But we but keep it's in
0: reusable my-. as hell, y'all. So it- just don't throw it away.
1: Have, have you good. burped it
0: recently? Have you burped it? It's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, if you're wondering where Molly Wood is, well, so are we. No, <laughs> <laughs> no we know, Tom. Come on. Uh, we we had a a, a, a scheduling challenge uh, with Molly traveling this week and I'm traveling next week. So our uh, our vaunted producer, Rich Straffolino, has stepped up and is uh, filling in for Molly this week. And you'll fill in for me next week. Thank you, Rich
1: it's a pleasure as always. And uh, I, I can't wait to hear your things, Tom.
0: Molly is at an outlet mall right now. She did let us know that.
1: So, I mean, so technically she is, she is shopping, shopping during, during the show. The show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have to tell uh, her that.
0: We, we just <laughs> realized you're still shopping during the show. Well, Yay. full credit to Kent
1: 13. Kent 13 was the first Ken one to point that out in our discord.
0: That. All right. Uh so my first thing, uh, and and it's good that you're here, Rich, because you're from a different generation than I am. This is true. This uh, is true. And and know your meme noticed that uh, April 5th and 6th, Generation X began trending again. Mmm. In
1: in in what like just the phrase? Everybody in, on Twitter
0: in- just started talking about Gen X. We we talked previously on the show. Mm-hmm. And and with my memory at my advanced age, I'm not going to try to pretend that it was me. It was a thing. It was an email. I don't even remember. But we talked about that meme where it's like boomers are shouting, millennials are shouting. And then there's a picture of a woman pouring wine into a young person's uh, Halloween candy container labeled Gen X and Gen Z. <laughs> uh and, and so, you know, we talked about it when that that happened, about that sort of attitude about, like, Gen X, we just don't care. Talk about us if you want. You know, y'all are the angry ones. Maybe Gen Z will be like that. Uh, for some reason, around April 5th and 6th, that, that started happening again. Uh, for example, Yuki Attack wrote, Gen X is proof that if you leave children to their own devices, they'll turn out to be happy adults who leave people alone, mind their own business, and age gracefully while having some badass stories to tell their grandkids. Seems like a very... Self-congratulatory tweet. (laughs) So I suspect the author is not from Generation X. I was going to say, yeah, that's (laughs) off-brand. Yeah. I'm like, you must be a millennial writing that. Or maybe Gen Z. Um, Amy wrote, my theory is every Gen X person read a Stephen King book way too young. And that's why they are the way they are.
1: Well, So this is funny because I actually got pulled into a... (laughs) Uh, A Gen X kind of Twitter thread going on uh, that was started by uh, Amani Gandhi on Twitter, uh, angry black lady on Twitter. Uh, She's fun. And she tweeted out, uh, if you didn't spend 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. after school at home with no adult supervision, just trying not to die. Are you even Gen X? (laughs) And it, it totally reminded me because I, I am a millennial. I have no, I'm not pro millennial. I'm not anti millennial. I'm not up self loathing. I'm just, I'm existing as a millennial. I'm fine with that. But I feel like I got some, some Gen X juice, like in terms of my, my sensibilities in me. And it just reminded me like one day when I was 12, my parents were like, Hey, I got, we got three kids. We're just leaving them home nine to six every single day in the summer. They'll figure it out. And I was like, that yeah that that pretty much that I feel like that gives me some at least some Gen X perspective on
0: that. yeah yeah no I, I feel like that's that's why you work so well with me and Molly uh, Molly, Molly sometimes thinks of herself as an Xennial yes you know, this is on, this on has been edge. floated around I am firmly in the middle of Generation <laughs> X there's just no other way to to, to look at it um, but uh, yeah I don't know uh, to me the quintessential experience to me is coming home from work, realizing, or coming home from work, coming home from (laughs) high school, coming home from high school, realizing that my younger brother is alone, uh, who I I believe he also is a, is a Gen X, if, if not an Xennial, he's seven years younger than me. Um, Mm -hmm. And that uh, no instructions nor provisions have been made for our dinner. Uh, And I'm, I'm coming home from like a practice of some sort, I'm I'm thinking. So it's a little later in the day. Uh, And me, Pulling out that can of Dinty Moore and thinking, mm. well, am I going to get in trouble for opening this without permission? <laughs> <laughs> Better to ask forgiveness. Yeah. Uh, I guess this is what we're eating since <laughs> there's no other option. It's okay, are slices of cheese. So here we go.
1: See, this may show my millennial, uh, my shades of millennialism, because I was also a... Uh, uh, a latchkey kid, you know, come home. Parents aren't home, but the mm-hmm. the, the dinner instructions were carefully prepared. There you go. There you so go. To the point though, where there is an there is a very infamous answering machine tape of me crying as my brother forces me to take the gizzards out of a chicken. Um, <laughs> wow. It just I I don't that pretty much tells you the dynamic between me and my brother at a certain point of our lives. But uh, but I can I can again I have a little bit of the Gen X perspective. I feel like I can see into your world, Tom. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I I can tell. I can tell. Uh we, we just didn't have the instructions or the or the provisions or uh, sometimes not even the keys.
1: Yeah. Well, that's another thing. I broke into my house so many times. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's ridiculous. Too. All
1: right. Well, something else that I think might tease at your Gen X heartstrings, mm. Tom, because certainly in those yeah. those halcyon days of dinty more. If
0: I'm gonna be a Gen Xer, I'm gonna be like, eh, maybe. Yeah, whatever. <laughs>
1: So I'm I'm assuming uh, when you were cracking over those cans of Dinty more somewhere in your house, there was some sort of camera that used photographic film. At that time, oh, yeah. it was probably yeah. the only option, right?
0: I had a Kodak disc camera myself. Ooh, yeah.
1: that was a multi-billion dollar uh, failure for that company. <laughs> yeah. uh, so thank you for trying to turn that chip around now. <laughs> uh, but the the thing I want to talk about is film cameras, not just like a resurgence in film, because that's like a thing also, but as sure. a celeb fashion thing specifically
0: okay so like as a like look how fashionable i am i now use the real camera
1: yes the in particular there's there's one particular camera the context t2 uh which is like super popular one of the kardashians using it i I believe zendaya has been Mm. hasn't seen on the red carpet taking photos but like not even that just this overall trend And the thing that pushed me over the edge of being like is this just something that film nerds geek out when they see a celebrity using it and get angry because they use like a uh, vice go president up.
0: wearing headphones, wired yeah. headphones like. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I was like, what what's putting me over? And it was, uh, there is a, there is a camera brand called Japan camera hunter and their film cases were a Oscar gift bag thing. He tweeted out that they're included in like some of the Oscar Wait, goodie film bags. cases. Yeah. Like a case to hold canisters of film were included so not film
0: in, just no. a case to hold it implying like well we know you have a film camera and film
1: <laughs> yes Let's it is it is case. so yeah it is so uh ensconced in the celebrity culture wow. that the film case is a giveaway for the oscars that to me i was like whoa uh so I, that that kind of blew my mind
0: you know what a film case uh is good for uh
1: putting uh lots of money in the form of uh, uh, uh film and i don't your,
0: know you put your weed in it Oh, see, see, back back in the 90s, <laughs> when, <laughs> when marijuana was highly illegal mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. people used film, you just put it in the film camera, film case. Ah. And, then, uh, you know, when you got searched, nobody, you're like, oh, that's just film.
1: Oh, yeah, there. You're like, look at Ansel Adams over here with this camera.
0: Ah. <laughs> well, he's obviously an ambitious young man,
1: <laughs> not a slacker token around not some
0: pothead slacker
1: wacky tobacco. uh
0: well yeah i i feel like this goes along with the wired headphones thing like a little bit of a retro chic situation
1: yeah definitely and uh celebrities are the few people that can afford to buy film now and pay for processing so it it probably works out (laughs) that way anyway
0: you're you're a film aficionado right i i am
1: i am it is uh it, it sometimes it's not easy but yeah. uh, it's fun. That, that's why, that's where a, it
0: caught my eye. And you're a fashionable man. May I say the,
1: there is a sub thing in the film community about being extremely angry at any celebrity scene using a camera because then it immediately goes up in value yeah. as people try and right. buy the camera the celebrity uses jump so, on the bandwagon. Yeah. Uh,
0: so this week uh, there was a story about uh, the Reddit subreddit called. Uh, is it place? Just place. Our yes, place. Yeah. Yes. r slash place. Uh, which was the return of a collaborative uh, art project where you could change one pixel color once every five minutes. Uh, And, and you can listen to daily tech news show. We talked about it there, but uh, it was in reading about that story uh, about the collaborative art project. They talked about people collaborating on Reddit itself and in other subreddits on discord uh, you know, which I was like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. And something called Geneva. Hmm. So I wanted to like put a pin on this early. Uh, Geneva is like discord, but not for games. I swear. I swear. When I looked at Geneva on Monday, it said uh, that it was for connecting with brands. (laughs) Doesn't say that anymore. Now it says connect with all your favorite groups and clubs. Uh, it's more organized than group me. People were still using group me, uh, uh <laughs> more private than Facebook and more fun than Slack to me that actually describes discord. So it, yeah, it's, it's basically a, we know some of you think discord is scary cause gamers. So we made a discord clone called Geneva. That's neutral cause Geneva, um, and it's got a uh, it's it's got a heck of a, uh, a support uh, system. Uh, for instance, Kevin Systrom, co-founder of Instagram; oh. Mike Krieger, <clears throat> the other co-founder of Instagram; Alexis Ohanian, co-founder of Reddit; Jack Conti, co-founder of Patreon; and Juan Barrero and Jim Shepard, who are uh, members of Snap Inc. Oh. Uh, head of talent and director of international markets. Uh, are among the entrepreneurs involved.
1: Now, I will say, so I I had not really used Discord much until we switched to it uh, for DTNS. That's mm. kind of where I kind of jumped feet first in. Uh, and at first, I, it was a little like, I will say like, it's like, okay, this is like a, a tool for gamers. It is not the most, um, I guess Slack isn't either, but it it has its own kind of logic to it that you kind of have to learn I mean, is the appeal here that, yes, it has all the functionality of a of a Discord or something like that. It's just it doesn't have that veneer of gamerness and it's yeah. more user friendly. Like the mobile app looks pretty. It, that reminds me more of Facebook, honestly, like what I'm seeing there with that. Um, just in, in their little demos I think here. it's
0: trying to look like Facebook groups for people mm-hmm. who don't know Discord. So it's a little familiar yeah. to them in that way. But it works much more like... From my, my limited experience with it, uh, it works a lot like Discord, in mm-hmm. that it has you know it has rooms that you go oh, in okay. and you chat. Uh, but there's a video room, there's an audio room. Uh, among the groups they advertise on their website as using it are uh, Colorado Ski Team, Tridelt lsat study group. (laughs) oh
1: yeah i I was looking at there i was like where are you coming up oh yes i saw summer
0: japan trip (laughs) brunch club Uh, i don't know if these are real or just uh, or just examples but um 4010 walnut street has a i mean
1: with specific ones like women in business Mm -hmm. i have to imagine these are real tom
0: yeah and i think i think it is trying to to kind of lean more into the uh community aspect uh, whereas Discord's doing that now, but Discord has its roots in, in, in gamer communities um, and is branching out. This is saying like, hey, everybody, uh, br- bring your people together, whatever communities. When I set it up, it definitely was like, do you want to start your own or do you want to pick one of these topics? There's lots of great groups you could join. So that feels a lot more like Facebook groups uh, than, than, than Discord. But or, actually, or I haven't, I haven't yeah. set up Discord in a long time, so Discord may be more like that now, too.
1: Well, that, And that also has, like, some Reddit energy, too. Like, you know, like a more chat-focused uh, Reddit. Because, like, in Discord, I would be people. like, yeah. yeah, I'm not, like, Discord, I'm like, I'm just, I need to know you if I'm jumping in there. I'm not just jumping into a random, uh, uh you yeah. know, a Discord server. Use but.
0: your rooms to chat about different topics. You can make them custom to your group's convos. And the defaults mm-hmm. are general, chat, post room, and video room. So the post room feels a little more in the facebooky sense. It's it it looks like post whereas the chat room is, is more like the discord situation.
1: So so is are are we declaring this a a rising thing since it was cited uh you know um in the story or is it um like what what would be the 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 marker for thing like thing to watch. Thing I think though. it's a thing okay. to
0: watch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, my thing that I'm watching and that is uh, uh, budding into my life at every moment uh, in ways that I'm not entirely comfortable with are Amazon and Target palette stores
0: Oh, yeah. are just
1: destroying my life. Why? I, like, for, so for weeks, my parents have, keep telling me, like, we found this place called Fabulous Finds or something like that. I don't remember what the exact name of the store is because I jet, my brain turns off. Uh, usually when they like, cause they're just like, we found like a, a salad spinner for $2. I was like, great. It's a, okay. So it's like a consignment store. It's a junk store. My mom loves, you know, mom loves the deals. Great mom go nuts. So finally, the one time there was an end table or something, they sent me a picture. Oh, that looks nice. We're looking for an end table. I'll go pick it up. And I go in there and I realize they just bought a bunch of pallets from target and i mean not just it's a it's a legitimate obviously a legitimate business model and they've priced it all out to to make some money based on the the sale of that but it it just blew my mind that this it, and it looked like a, almost like a pop-up shop right there's not a lot of presentation to it uh you know it's, it's very bare bones uh so you can get the good deals you're not paying a markup for a nice presentation well
0: hold on hold on i'm confused i am aware of amazon pellet uh, through Amazon actually, where mm-hmm. you, you can, you can buy a pallet and they, they don't detail everything that's in it. They kind of just tell you like, this is the yeah. kind of stuff that's here. It's like returned goods and anything. We don't warranty any of it. And then they drop ship it to you. So you, mm-hmm. but you're just what you're describing is you buy it online and then go pick it up yourself.
1: No, 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 no. And this is all, all physical retail. This is like, it's, it's just a, it's a little shop at a strip mall and you walk in and it's oh, so it, just, a bunch of told it's, they... it sounds like the exact same thing, but target branded stuff. It's all target brand
0: and not online.
1: No, there's no online component. Oh, to
0: it I thought you said your parents saw something online and you went to pick it up for them. Yeah, because my mom is in there three times a week, just oh, in case she, they she get didn't new see it stuff. online. She saw it she, at the yes, store, physically okay. at the yeah, store yeah, and yeah, sent gotcha. me the picture.
1: Yes. And by the way, the end table is quite nice. I have to say, and it was a nice deal. I'm not necessarily complaining however like i get updates like every time i talk to my mom i get an update on the store how the store is doing how the owner like she's forming relationships with the ownership uh there and she's like managed to find there's like a couple now that have popped up i want to say there are three two of them sound like they're amazon stores and this one specifically is target but it seems like for whatever reason the economics have worked out that you know there's enough open retail space that these are making a lot more sense at least in my area uh, where uh, like I just see these all over the place and, uh, and and like seeing like not just and not just my parents, I, I kid with my mom, mom, I love you if you ever listen to this, but uh, the I, I've heard a couple of friends and stuff like that mentioning going to these and finding really good deals. So it just seems like this is a a rising retail thing, at least in the uh, northeast Ohio area.
0: So according to directliquidation.com, which I, sh- I should say right up front, I know nothing about it. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Uh, but but this is this is saying that a lot of these are middlemen who actually mm. buy from what I'm talking about the online liquidation oh, and then okay. resell. Hmm. Uh, and and again, I I I tend to try to not trust anything I haven't looked into. So I don't know if this yeah. is a good information. But so if we just take that as a supposition rather than a fact, I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, I could see that. I could see Let's someone yeah. doing the online thing. And saying, well, a lot of people don't want to deal with drop shipments to their house. So let's let's create a store where we buy the pallets and then resell them for a little bit more. Yeah. It's still a you're, good deal for you. And-
1: yeah. And for the consumer, they still save some money. They get obviously a lot more uh, uh, tr- like they know exactly what they're buying. Like, I I can totally see the, the value in that. Uh, uh, certainly my mother does.
0: How do you find
1: these? Hmm. I don't know. Okay. Like it's like, this is not even like a front of street. This is like on an extension street that runs behind like a guitar center. And there's this, it's in this like little tiny strip mall. I have no idea how my mom found it. She loves a good consignment store. My mom will like go to any consignment store looking for deals. So I think maybe she thought it was that based on the name and then went in and was like, Whoa, what is this magical world of, of brands I recognize?"
0: But when you say it's a pallet and you bought the end table, did you have to buy a bunch of other stuff or are you able to I, I, pick things I, so out of my, the pallet?
1: It's, it's my assumption that these are pallets. Like they're buying pallets of stuff. You aren't buying the pallet. At, yes, I, yeah. No, there's no, there no buying of pallets. And that's from the difference between
0: what I was talking about when you yeah. go on to Amazon. You have to buy the whole pallet. So so yeah, and, that makes and, sense that these these companies are buying the pallets and then breaking it up and reselling. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I
1: call them pallets. Okay. That's why yeah, I'm yeah. calling them pallet stores. Yeah. Sure, the sure. drop shippers are just buying retail space now.
0: Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You kind of have to be in the know. Uh, it reminds me of something Rob Dunwood was talking about on an SMR podcast, where he was uh, able to buy a television from a from an air uh, air cargo wholesaler, hmm. uh, and the and they operated out of the airport in Columbus, Ohio. So he oh, he wow. would go online, bid on a thing, and if he got it, then he'd have to drive to the airport and pick it up but he got he a tv <laughs> for a good deal that way. That, that that is
1: a a little bizarre but I guess hey you're again you're saving the the markup yeah, you're, yeah. you're doing the travel and stuff. And
0: and I I don't know if it's like abandoned shipments or over overstock or what. I it, I'm interested in how, how that part of it happens but
1: well, this is, this is getting further afield, but one of my favorite things used to be to look on, uh, govdeals.com, which is all like government liquidation government surplus, auctions and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But occasionally, like, uh, the Atlanta airport is very, uh, I, famous to me because I searched this a lot, <laughs> but they always have a lot of like abandoned stuff and like, or electronic shipments. I don't know if they got confiscated or whatever, but they'll just be like, here's 60 unopened iPads, uh, that you can buy for, you know, however many thousand dollars, or here's a box of knives. You can just buy. It is, always makes me laugh whenever I see <laughs> an Atlanta <laughs> gov deals auction. It's very bizarre. Uh,
0: for those of you who uh, were watching or listening to either Daily Tech News Show or Good Day Internet uh, today, uh, you heard me begin watching the Cardinals Pirates game, and it just ended. So,
1: yes my uh, my guardians uh,
0: lost the uh, today. The, yeah, uh, I, I I don't the 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 Cardinals won, so. Uh-huh. it's karma all right before we get into uh the the feedback uh report from mollywood on the ground uh, she has observed that gucci belts are a thing definitely uh something she would have talked about would she have been there uh so
1: there is a a mom or an a woman who picks up a child at my kids uh preschool always wears a gucci belt
0: Wow. So uh, she may she may want to tell you more about that next week on It's a Thing. Mm-hmm. So don't miss next week's episode for an exciting adventure into Gucci. Belts. Yeah. Uh, so to feedback at it's a thing me your things for us. Tom Z or Tom Z. I don't know where Tom is coming from. So one of the two uh, says, Hi, Molly, Tom and Rich. I have a thing check. It's the first time writing. That's not about some weird vegan food thingy. It's about a game unpacking where you just unpack a box and set up a room. Oh my gosh, this is like unboxing for an entire room. Uh, I have two teenagers and I keep overhearing them talk about it. Molly, if you can run this by your teen source of thing knowledge, my daughter showed me the game and I didn't get it. It made me feel like I was being conned into helping someone move in, but I'm old and moved a lot in my 20s. Maybe in lockdown COVID world, it gives them relaxation to think of someday moving out. Love the show.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll, I I have a couple people that are uh, into the game, so I will check that out, too. But yeah, that I, I, if you set it up right, I mean, anything can can be a fun game. So sure. Why not?
0: <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why
1: not? Why not? All right. Well, Damon from Indiana on a possible thing, he wrote and said, hello, it's a thing crew. My family has been doing a lot of camping in our RV since the pandemic began. One thing that I like to do is get a sticker from each campground that we stay at and put it on our cooler or other camping equipment. While collecting, I have noticed something that I have seen at almost all of the campgrounds, and that is wooden stickers. These are a little thicker than a normal vinyl sticker, (laughs) but I must say they've been more durable. I've had one on my Mac for over a year now, and it looks as good as when I put it on. I'm not sure uh, how well they would work out in a rear car of a window or the rear window of a car. That's how you say words. But for people like myself that like to put stickers on laptops, it's something a little different.
0: Wow. Yeah, these are cool. Look, I, l- I just looked up wooden stickers uh, and uh, there's definitely there's definitely a thickness. They're not like a board, you know, uh, They're but they're not going to wrap around a pole put it that way. They did definitely need to be on a flat surface.
1: Yeah. And I could definitely see those, uh, uh, picked up, uh, for like, uh, uh corporate swag and stuff like that. Uh, you yeah. know, like it uh-huh. helps you stand out like that. That could totally catch on too. So, uh, they look cool. I'm, I'm down, I'm down for it. Uh,
0: it looks like we nailed it on short movies. Uh, Harish <laughs> and Matt bat wrote in to let us know a mere 48 hours after we declared wanting shorter movies, a thing that Saturday night live released the short ass movie music video with Pete Davidson. Uh I saw that uh over the weekend it was like oh my gosh Pete Davidson <laughs> was spying on our rundown. Uh granted it was a pre-recorded bit so it obviously had to have been done in advance of our recording of it's a thing or did it? Mm
1: they can turn around in production Pete Pete real quick. Davidson stealing our If f- that's your real it's name It's not. I was just so glad that I published <laughs> <laughs> the episode before right? sunday no
0: kidding already like oh so you ripped off <laughs> Pete Davidson. <laughs> I get
1: it. we would have had discord to back us up the live stream would have backed us up but still all right well uh, uh matt bad also sent a nice picture of his dog whiskey who is a non-doodle uh but we must assume an extremely good dog but speaking of doodles amber uh wrote in with some more doodle confirmation she says i was just walking my great pyrenees when a neighbor stopped me so she could introduce me to her pira doodle oh. puppy a- Adorable, by the way. Abby, my uh, Pyrenees, was far more concerned with trying to get petted by the neighbor. Doodles really are everywhere.
0: Yeah. Doodles everywhere and not a drop to drink. Oh, wait, we have whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Hood on a new dance thing uh, says, hello, Rimmel Tom. I have a (laughs) rich Molly and Tom. I like that. I have a thing that is spreading among the youths, specifically the young men. This thing is a dance called the Gritty with two D's. The Gritty. I originally thought it was about the Flyers mascot Gritty. And my resident youth denies that it has anything to do with Gritty and says, Dad, it isn't even spelled that way, because Gritty's spelled with two T's, whereas Gritty, the dance, is spelled with two D's. I first saw the Gritty performed by my said youth in celebration of something or other, and then I saw it being used as a celebration all throughout the March Madness basketball tournament. Turns out it is a touchdown dance popularized by Justin Jefferson, a wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. At this point, it has a Fortnite emote and tutorials on YouTube, so I would like to propose it as a thing. Hopefully, we get to see the real thing crowning of any dance soon. Local newscasters and mm. national morning show hosts attempting it on <laughs> it
1: to all of our collective amusement. Yeah, uh, no doubt. That uh, definitely
0: yeah. used to be the the like crowning achievement of a thing. Today, it's it's almost like the the final underline. Like if you get the local newscasters doing it,
1: uh, yeah. But w- really, I feel like once you get the Fortnite mode. Yeah. <laughs> once you get into Fortnite, I feel like you've already reached thing, at least for the. Oh, for yeah.
0: The yeah. Once they make an emote out of it, you're, you're you're good. I wonder if the Minnesota Vikings player got any licensing out of that, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of controversy over Fortnite stealing dances from TikTokers. So just saying. Uh, it's time for our shout outs. Rich, you based these on page two from the manual of the classic Sierra point and click adventure King's Quest.
1: That's right.
0: How did that come about?
1: I saw Scott Johnson post a video uh, playing King's Quest, Uh and I used to love those games, particularly the one where it was the two princesses. That was my favorite one. Uh, And so I went digging uh, into some
0: King's Quest uh, documentation. Fantastic. Uh, I'll kick us off and we can just alternate these lines. You cool with that? Sounds good. Yeah, that works. To keep you Kevin Sills' quest to keep your Kevin Sills' quest diskette in good operating condition, please take the following precautions.
1: Store Paul Dow in its protective Morris
0: Jones and never bend Miranda Mm. Janelle. Use a felt-tip pen when writing on Benjamin Forrest. Do not use clips, pencils, or ballpoint Lee prices.
1: Keep Gabrielle Cohen dry and out of direct Joe Hood. Mm.
0: Avoid extreme Laura Abel or Andrew Bradley.
1: Do not touch Louis Santana more through the opening on Mike Aikens.
0: Instead, always grasp by James C. Smith. Keep Jake Woods away from Eric Duncan and electrical equipment, including David Grizzly Smith. Truly, truly, we're still now. If you are the first time listening to It's a Thing, you're like, (laughs) "What was that?" Uh, These are folks at the highest level of It's a Thing that get a shout out on the show, and unlike other podcasts who feel it's sufficient to just say the names, uh, Rich turns them into poetry the, by taking an inspirational text like page two from the manual of the classic Sierra point-and-click adventure King's Quest and then weaving their names into it like a story.
1: So, so, listen, some weeks you get the Anatomy of Criticism by Northrop Fry, Other mm-hmm. times you get King's Quest manuals. It, yep. it all depends on where I'm at.
0: I'm just saying, we go the extra mile on It's a Thing, thanks to our producer, Rich (laughs) Straffolino. You're the best, Rich.
1: Well, I I, I fully deny that I'm uncomfortable with that compliment, but you know who is the best? (laughs) Our patrons. And of course, we want to thank everyone for listening. And you can become a member of the It's a Thing Patreon and get access to cool stuff like our Discord and an ad-free RSS feed and more at patreon.com slash it's a thing.
0: Uh, You can also email us your things, feedback at itsathing.me. That's the address. Send us what you're seeing out there. And Molly and Rich will be back next week. I'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.